Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. today in celebration of Juneteenth, and of course, we will talk about getting a mortgage rate. Before we get into this great article from Lance Lambert, I need to remind you that we have just announced the July 16th event from 8 to 11 a.m., where you will get to interact with Dan Bird. Folks, a lot of you asked to have this session. We've been working with Dan for quite a while, and we now have it scheduled. I will put a link below. This is where you are going to be able to understand his risk calculator. You are going to get some uh, technical analysis 101, and we have allocated an hour for him to look at your stock. So again, folks, these sessions, just like the last, are restrictive. Uh, they are charged. There's a $47 charge. Uh, I will put the event uh, link below. Uh, I have upgraded my Zoom, so instead of only doing 100, we will do an audience size of 200. So a lot of you asked for it. I strongly recommend you register today uh, to get your seat. And yes, if you buy a ticket and you can't come, just like all the others, I will be sending the video to everyone who buys a ticket so you can watch it again for free. So again, um, so somebody said my mic isn't on. Can anybody hear me? I would really hope my mic is on because I didn't change any of my setup. I'm going to keep going and see what happens. So again, folks, uh, register today. Uh, let's get going. Uh, so again, um, oh, it's picked up by the computer. Well, I will uh, just make it, uh, I will just go through it because I'm not sure what happened. So we'll just keep going. Uh, so let's talk about this article from Lance Lambert. Sorry for the digress. Uh, it's what happens when you do this live. Um, it's what happens when you do these lives. You just have to keep rolling with the punches. So let's talk about this article from Lance Lambert. Again, you can find it on Fortune. He is a wonderful follow on Twitter. So Lance Lambert put an article together where it started with Barry Stern. If you watch this channel, you know that we call Barry, we call him Billionaire Barry. Billionaire Barry went on CNBC about six or nine months ago, basically begging the Fed to stop. What he was really saying is, my portfolio is a liquid. You're going to cause my mortgage company to go bankrupt, and it did. You were going to co cause people to uh, ask for their money back from my REITs, and they are. Now Barry is selling 2,000, or at least proposed to sell 2,000 single-family homes. I find this very interesting. 
right? Barry and his billionaire friends could be selling single-family homes for lots of reasons. One of them could absolutely be, it's the peak of the market, they see a crash ahead, uh, they uh, are getting out, the returns aren't there, they have a better use of capital somewhere else. There could be lots of investing reasons. And that might be them. I propose, I just want to give a shout out to somebody for the super chat, a quaint, a quaint and sea level. Thank you very much for the super chat. I appreciate you. If you give me a super chat, it will be uh, something I try to shout it off for. Uh, it's very, very gracious. So thank you for that. So again, billionaires and frankly, institutional buyers and sellers, which we will get to in a minute, could be selling for lots of reasons. It could be a top. It could be a crash. Being a landlord could be hard. Better use the capital somewhere else. All of those things might be true. However, I propose, I propose that uh, the billionaires are exiting for a different reason. I believe most of these real estate billionaires have commercial debt that is um, coming due. They need to raise cash. Uh, I believe these billionaires are trying to survive to 25 or 26. And they're selling everything that's not nailed down that has equity. You see these billionaires, they have portfolios of commercial real estate. And if you haven't been paying attention, this commercial real estate is not worth what it was once worth. And they are looking at potential refinances where they will either sell or have a cash-in refi. So while I believe it is absolutely possible that the billionaires are selling because of a peak, because a crash is coming, I propose there is another option. But let's go to the institutional investors because again, Lance Lambert does a great job of putting forward an opinion that frankly is probably right. My, my guess is probably wrong. But again, back to Lance Lambert's article, he talks about institutional buyers. And institutional buyers are generally people who own over a thousand units, a thousand units. So these are big, big players. And John Burns, uh, put out an article or a report the other day saying that institutional buyers purchasing are down 90%. They, you know, again, simply saying they bought 100 before or 1,000 before, now they're buying 10 or 100, right? That's not down 90%. In fact, institutional buyers like Invitation Homes and American Homes for Rent are net sellers. Uh, just for Grins, Invitation Home uh, sold 297, they bought 194. American Homes sold 666 and they bought 312, so net sellers. Let's go to John Burns' 90% crash in transactions for institutional buyers. And let's just ask ourselves what was happening last year? Well, last year, at least it is my recollection, I might be wrong, my memory is not great. I believe iBuyers, I believe uh, Invitation Homes, American Homes for Rent were buying because rates were ridiculously low and iBuyers were getting out of the market but still in it. So I think what we have seen is Jerome Powell and his rapid increase in interest rates just squeeze the spread out of the system. 
I do find it interesting that invitation homes and American Homes for Rent are net sellers. We will see if that continues throughout the year. So this is a very interesting article. And then finally, Lance, again, get full credit for this. All of this you can find on fortune.com. I'm sure just Google Lance Lambert Fortune. He talks about Yield Street, says housing to take another step down. Yield Street is calling for at least another 5% decline nationally. So in order to have a national housing crash of 5%, it means there will be some markets down 10, 12%. So Yield Street is saying a decline is coming, a crash is coming, and we are out. They currently own, at least according to the article, uh, 700 homes, and they have gone on pause. So lots of stuff to think about. I frankly don't know about you and glad that Invitation Homes, American Homes for Rent, iBuyers have left the system. It was hard enough to buy cash flow properties. It'll be interesting to see the billionaires. I really do think you're going to start seeing billionaires sell things, their toys, their yachts, their paintings, their things because they need cash. I think Jerome Powell at Jackson Hole told the billionaires that he was coming for them. Some listened and some didn't. But let me know what you think below. I would love to hear your thoughts. Do you think the billionaires are screaming, crash, 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 get out, get out, get out? Or do you think there might be another reason? I'd love to see the comments below. <coughs> Again, the stock market is closed today for celebration of Juneteenth. Uh, but there was an economic report released today uh, from home builders. Uh, home builder sentiment is up up uh, five points, uh, just so you know, it's scaled from zero to 150 being positive or bullish, less than 50 being negative. It went up to 55. So I want to ask you, why would home builders be positive in the environment we are in? Solid demand, check. Lack of competition from existing home sales, check. Improving supply chain, Check. Low, lowering input costs like lumber? Check. Home builders going into this environment had already proven a model that worked, right? Increased demand by buying down rates. It shouldn't be a secret to anyone who watches this channel that Olivia and I are in Las Vegas looking for a home. We are working with a home builder and we are looking to get a rate sub 5%. 30-year fixed. We've looked at many, many existing home sales or existing homes, not an option. But again, this home builder is offering us not only a deal on the property, but a deal on the rate and closing cost credits. Everything I told you to go get, I am of course getting. I'm getting a discount off list. I'm going to get a discounted rate and I'm going to get at least 10 grand in closing cost credits. So I'm doing the work just like I asked each of you to do. So again, home builders. Let's talk about lending. One of the things going on is that lending is getting harder. Uh, let me find this. There it is. Uh, getting a loan hasn't been this hard since January 2013. Uh, I will call your attention to a 20-minute keynote speech I gave probably two months ago. And I told you this was coming. Lending is getting get hard. Really hard. And when I made that speech, I think I said it was a four, right on a scale of one to 10, it's probably a six today. And just like I said at that session, we're going to nine. 
we're going to go to a nine. So a lot of stuff going on in mortgage. Uh, other things going on, it looks like Goldman Sachs has cut China's growth outlook. They say the COVID bounce is receding. Uh, I suspect that the Chinese government will uh, stimulate the economy uh, going forward. You're going to see some very interesting uh, things coming out of China's leadership. And then finally, I want to talk about Ramit Sithi. I'm probably mispronouncing that. That is not on purpose. That is just my honest attempt at saying his name. He has that Netflix special about how to get rich. And one of his most controversial beliefs is renting is better than owning. And again, I want to come out and just say I agree with that if you add one word that says sometimes. I think it goes without question that asset owners have higher net worth than renters long term. That said, if you happen to live in the Manhattan, renting is probably a better option. If you happen to live in other areas, maybe it is not. I've also seen some very recent articles talking about renting is cheaper than owning. I haven't run the numbers, but it would not shock me given the low affordability that we have going on. It will not always be that way. Real estate does run in cycles. My long-held belief is that we will have three or four years of increased wages. I mean, real wages, not nominal. So a lot going on. So again, folks, this is the Daily Financial News. I want to apologize again for the kind of chop in the beginning. I don't know why the mic is not working today when it worked yesterday and the day before. I will try to work on that before my next meeting. Uh, but at the end of the day, I want to thank you for being here. I want to remind you that the July 16th event is for you. It'll be from 8 to 11. You will get to understand risk calculator, position uh, sizing, uh, technical analysis 101, and you will get to ask about your stock. So that event is for you. Please register today. Get your spot. I have doubled the size to 200. Uh, so guys, have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself. And again, let me know below. Is the billionaire selling single-family homes a sign of a decline, a sign of a top, or are they just raising cash because they have much, much bigger problems down the line? Thank you, folks. Again, thanks for the super chat. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day.